Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Diane. I'll hear it when I do it. Okay. Because that way it'll be a, you know, it'll be more flowy. You want it second, I assume. I Thank don't you. know. Well, I'll just yeah, see how it's, that's, see. that's part of that's, the fun. That's of doing, your... That's part of the fun of doing what I do, Diane. That's exactly right. It's I'm up to gonna... you to... Uh, to uh, I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. Come up with the selections? No. Yes, well, that, yes, but also to guarantee that... Ah, ham and eggs. This part of it goes well. Oh, yeah. that's my part I'm, of it? Well, my job, it seems, in this, uh, in this particular moment... Each week is to uh, kind of fly out into the uh, outer stratosphere of whatever I've been thinking about and kind of interweaving it um, kind of seamlessly because that's what I do (laughs) into the flow (coughs) that you have established and uh, which is why most times I'll say something like oh it's been a it's been a candlelit week here in Lake Abundance (laughs) over to you Diane wait a minute what did you I tossed You didn't give this time or the day or anything. I didn't. It's 8.54 a.m. Saturday, March 25th, 2023. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. The Bill and Diane Show. Heck of a cold open on that. (laughs) I was going to say. I completely lost track of the fact that there hadn't been an open yet. So, see, that's what I was just saying. You're in charge of making this part go well. <laughs> like saying you haven't even yeah, told the date. exactly. Stuff like that? Yeah. I see. Right. Well, I was just looking at the calendar because I was thinking, what even happened this week? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know uh, that the the big thing was seeing your mom yesterday. I was hanging out with my mom, yeah. We got to go down and uh, take my mom out to lunch, and, you know, it was neat. And we got to go to the pine cone, which is neat, because it's neat. And we drove her up to visit her. And we drove her up to see her friend Olive. So I'll be taking her back down to Tacoma on Tuesday. And, you know, I just think that's... You know, when we were over there Hmm? at your mom's house, we had gotten some uh phone that was yeah she needed a new phone her phones are too hard for her to work and the lights aren't as bright as they were when she first got them and stuff like that so she just yeah they're just worn down to the place where she needed new phones so diane of course being the crack research team diane and her flying fingers (laughs) found kind of the the senior citizen phone which i think we ought to get too um (laughs) Yeah, it just has big buttons. Big buttons, and, and it lights up when it rings, and it's got a big talk button on it that so you can use the uh, the speakerphone option, which I think works better for my mom. And it's also got nitro. I've got to tell Tim about this phone because it's got nitro. It's got this audio assist button on each handset that allow that that just raises the volume like 10 dB or something. It, it was so loud that when you were talking to us from the other room. I had I could not hold it up to my head. It was wow. just blowing my head off. Wow! And that was my mom's preferred volume. Wow! Well, okay. because her, yeah. currently her hearing aid is malfunctioning. Right. So, so she, when she gets her yeah, hearing aid, yeah. But I was trying to show her. This is the nitro button, mom. If you need extra sound in your ear, if you can't hear what what's being said, push that little button, and you should be squared away. 
Well, Bill was installing this phone, <laughs> and uh, at, at one point he had to kind of behind this sofa, and yeah. and uh, there was a lot of things in his way, and and your mom was standing there, and she said, "Don't fuck it up, Bill." And no, she, she didn't say that. She said, "Don't f it up, Bill." Did she say, "Don't yes, f it up"? Yes, she said, "Don't f it up." Okay, yeah. don't f it up, Bill. Gee, Diane drops an f bomb. Well, not. On show. I mean, just you talking were just about. Quoting. Yeah, quote. Yeah, yeah. But she, and then she looked over at me with this pure look of. I just felt like I was looking at her when she was five years old. Yeah. She the had mischief? this, yeah, yeah. mischief yeah. and and sort of like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I just she thought, loves getting wow. a good shot in, you know, which is her specialty. Yeah. For a good or ill, it is her specialty. Well, but and I just think it's fantastic. I mean, her wit is is still lightning quick. Yeah. So she just and she made me laugh <laughs> a lot yesterday. Yeah. So it was a. Wonderful visit, and it's great to be around my mom. A lot of Bill's humor comes from his mom. Yeah, more than I ever gave her credit for when I was coming up, you know, because my dad was also very witty and quick, so they worked well off each other. And uh, I don't know, it's just I love it when my mom is in this particular mood. She's not always in it, but more often than not, she is. Yeah. You know, especially when you and I are down there. I think Diane has a particular kind of. She's like the little uh, extra. She's like the nitro in any room, in any <laughs> in any interaction with any people. She's the nitro. She's the thing that really gets it going, kicks it up at a couple more notches, you know. <laughs> and I've known that about her relationship with my mom since the first day they met when I saw something in my mom's face I'd never seen before. Uh, she was in awe, I think, of the radiance that is... Uh, Ms. Diane Schulstadt. So and, anyway. And then we got to see Olive, too. Yeah. And Olive is 90 years old, right? 91. 91? 90, well, no, maybe she's 90. Ken Higgins is 91. So, yeah. And she's she is sprier than so wonderful. She looks like she could be in her late 60s, except for she's shrunken and stooped. Um, so she looks like a little old lady, but, but she behaves like... Behaves like somebody 20 years younger. Yeah, she does. Just in terms of her gesturing and her moving around and her, you know, the looks on her face. And, and, uh, we are very fortunate as elders to have elders who are yeah. before us. Yeah. That is uh, pretty amazing. Well, it's, it's one of the interesting byproducts of the advances in medical science is that for the people whose minds are still working well yeah they can have still have a good time into their 90s but it's just more often than not the life is preserved without that yeah and that's where i think uh it's it troubles me and i would not want to participate in that aspect of it so all of this is because diane is in the middle of doing some legal documents for us or for her but then showing me how to do mine uh getting our directives to physicians and things like that in order and so yeah it's just good to yeah we like to keep up on that know. stuff and if i were living on my own back in twisp i wouldn't have even thought of it you know, i'd be 65 and i'd still be working and i'd be i wouldn't have even thought about any of this stuff so it's it's nice to uh live with someone whose art form is is keeping all of this stuff organized 
because and and deciding that it's important because for most people i don't think this stuff they don't realize how important it is until it's past the point of they're having needed to realize it you know so but other than that the spring sort of briefly sprung uh, I mean, it was sort of warm and been nice, warm and, then, and then real cold, and, and then it got cold. stormy and windy, and yeah. But March uh, came in like a lamb and is going out like a lion. Yeah. Yeah, comes in like a lamb, goes out like a lion, or goes in like a lion and comes out like a lion. I don't know, but it it. Uh, the traditional one is in like a lion. I changed like all the the house decor to spring yeah i've been doing this for some time just i like to i like to represent the the seasons mainly because i started it when i had gatherings of women the uh, during the full moon cycle and um and i just always wanted us to be aware of the the cycles that are in our lives the seasons the months and I'm not doing the, the paying attention of the moon cycles myself these days, which is something I'll have to change, I think. Oh. Because I used to be very aware of yeah. whether it was a full moon or a waning moon. Well, you were more connected to the moon when, yeah. you, were, when you were younger anyway, so it kind of it more naturally followed. So now you got to work at it a little bit. Yeah, but uh, I... I found that it was very healing to me to to represent what was going on in the seasons in the house. Yep. And not in a Martha Stewart kind of a way. No, you this know. is no, this is just these are this is not a full blown you know change the color of the furniture and stuff no. like that. <laughs> just because we don't have Martha's yeah. money. No. no. Yeah. Anyway, but it's been a lot going on, but it's all been kind of up yeah. in our heads and in our consciousnesses and and kind of in that in that. How are you going to be about being an old person kind of realm, which a lot of, which I think for a lot of people is not something that they would necessarily choose to go into until they need to. Yeah. You know? And it's just a matter of when it occurs to you that you need to. And it does, it occurs to you earlier than anyone I've ever known. But I think we all benefit, we both benefit from it. And I think your, the virus of Diane has invaded my family. <laughs> In only good ways. It's been a, it's been one of those viruses that make things better. Yeah. Anyway, it's well, been it's been that kind of week. Yeah. You know how else do you talk about it? I don't know. Yeah, and I we some, had a. I wrote some very bad poetry, uh, but it was decent prose uh, this week, and uh, the poetry break seems to be just kind of the not, one about old Dobbs. No. Oh, I was going to say. No, I haven't read it in public yet. I'm oh, okay. This week. And uh, anyway, I like doing the poetry break. It anchors my life in something that is creative, and it and it keeps my nose in it too, which I think is a good thing to have at this point in life, especially since I recently lost something that used to do it for me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to try and play the guitar some, just to see if I, you know, if I can make it through one song, then I can still record. But I'm so out of practice now. Anyway, there's that. There's that whole bag of tricks. Well, I feel like this is 
sort of a boring show. No, it isn't, Diane. This is, is this is an archetypal show. It's an archetypal. This is one of those shows where pardon me, I'm gonna have another drink of coffee. Concepts are being laid down that we you boy already that's good coffee talked about, but maybe have not, you know, grounded them sufficiently. I see. Yes. I see. So when people are listening to future shows, they'll think, oh, yeah, they remember they were kind of, they said, you know, that kind of thing. That's how it's going to be. It's going to be one of those kind of shows, even though there's a lot of this kind of talking going on in it. Well, I was very influenced by the book Being Mortal by Atul Gawande. And that book goes Which, in a lot of directions. It goes in a lot of directions. It covers a lot of ground. So it, I was so affected by it, and I think that that is a lot of why I feel so strongly about laying down some principles of your life that will help guide others yeah. in what you want. Because... There may come a time when you can't, you can't talk. Right. You and can't I, I think about it a lot because... I was really fortunate that I had had a really deep conversation with my mom before she fell and um, had to have a, a very lengthy surgery that caused her to be under anesthesia too long and really caused her dementia to kick up into yeah. high gear. And so I feel like if I hadn't had that conversation with her, how would I have done what I did uh, with such confidence. You need to have the confidence when you're dealing with another person's life. So I always feel like it's really important to to even know what your wishes are. Right, what, to think about what it for do yourself. You, what do you care able, about? Yeah, and then to be able to communicate that to whoever may be caring for yeah. you. And you give so. these forms to your doctors and to your kids and to your, you know, other, you know, other, anyone who's mentioned in them needs to have a copy of it so that it's in your file and yeah. they can access it. So anyway, these are the, they may seem like kind of cool and practical uh, aspects of life, but they're actually quite fundamentally important in terms of giving, uh, increasing your peace of mind in a period of life where it's increasingly hard to maintain peace of mind because of body of things that are going on or, you know, interfamily relational things that are going on or, you know, any of the baker's dozen other things that might be intruding on your peace of mind. Anything that you can do to bring the, to bring the floor up in your day-to-day -day existence uh, is very beneficial when you're a senior citizen. And that's all I have to say about that. I Me think too. we should talk about music. I think so too. Because it did it, it dovetails. It's all of a piece. Well, it made me well, I was working on all of this stuff, it made me think of one of my favorite songs of all time that was also written by one of my most beloved friends, Kat Eggleston. Called The Days. Yeah. And we played it on the show before, but the Days has resonance to me beyond a lot of things. I always think about when Kat performed her song, The Only Word, when she first wrote it. And I was in the audience at Fair Trade. Uh, Traditions. Traditions. In Olympia. Uh, traveled down there with 
Julie Allman, one of my other dear friends, and Susie Gray, who was one of my older friends. Uh, she was 40 years older than I was. And it was a fantastic evening. Um, and Kat was able to have dinner with us before she went on stage. But she got up on stage and she sang the only word. And the very first lyrics of that song is... Uh, Young, young, I was once. Yes, so were you. Blood was hot. Mistakes were made. Yes, you made them too. Yeah, yeah. That kind of that's a that's a great setup for uh, for whatever comes next. But the but the amazing thing about uh, that song when she sang those lyrics, especially because she was looking at me. When she's saying it, I know that she could have been talking about any of her friends and that, but it was so deeply meaningful to me when she was singing it because it was sort of like all of our history that we had been exploring with each other was represented in those lines. And then the um, the next part of that is, the long fall, the leap of faith, the silent call, the open gate, love the prize, love the bait. Yes, you know it's true. And it's sort of like this whole uh, summation of life's journey. The long fall, the leap of faith. It's like a diorama or something. But that, for the longest time, was and still is sort of my anthem um, of life uh, because the only word that it's talking about is love. love. But uh, but it also calls it the most dangerous word. Yeah, well, it is. It is. Um, because really, love is, you know, we are always talking about love while we're in this earthly existence and making it seem like it's just an easy thing to have and hold, you know? And my experience is that it's very difficult to have have and to hold. And Easier to have than it is to hold and, you know, hard enough to have. So... But, But that you... And whenever anybody says you have to work at it, I always feel like that's not... I wish that there was another word to represent... The, you just have to keep building it. Yeah. It's not a finished project. Tending it. Yeah, tending, I think it's yeah. tending, not working. It's like working. a garden. You, have to, you yeah. have to tend in order for it to flourish, and it will flourish to the extent that you tend it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, for me, the... The whole idea of a lot of the songs that Kat sings that are so powerful to me, it's about how do you have and hold love, you know? And so when she wrote The Days, which is a song that's been on my mind uh, ever since I started working on all these practical issues. um, It's a delightful thing that she heard it in her dream. Yeah. Yeah. And thought that it was an old folk song. Yeah. When she woke up and then she realized, wait a minute, I've never heard that song. <laughs> Only in my dream. Yeah, she it, dreamt yeah. that she was 
that she saw <coughs> Johnny Cash. He was singing this song to a young child. Right. Yeah. And and she thought it was an old folk song that he had written, and she thought, I wish I had written that. And then when she woke up, she thought, wait a minute. <laughs> Did I just write that? Let me write Did it I down just, and we'll I, see. I mean, write it down. <laughs> Cat has a very rich dream life, well, as I do too. Cat is, Cat is a, a, like a magical nexus unto herself. She is, she's got filaments that just go everywhere. She does indeed. Yeah. But this song, uh, has great meaning for me because I think that one of the greatest realizations that most people have when they're older is how quickly everything is going, you know? Yeah, how time speeds up. I remember, and I've spoken about it on the show before, but as is is true in human conversation, you're going to repeat it. I remember my father, when I was in college... And I was going through this period of time, just like Alice did, where I was feeling old, even though I was only in my 20s, you know. And I was listening to this song by Alan Parsons that was talking about basically saying goodbye to your friends. And, you know, like uh, it was sort of I was thinking about how and I think this is why a lot of people feel old when they're just in their college years coming out, it's all of a sudden you're realizing that a lot of your high school friends are dropping away. You, uh, you're looking forward to this unknown future, but you don't feel the same nest as you did right, when you were because in. you've been, you've spent the last, you know, 14 or 16 years preparing. Right. Yeah. And now you're kicked out of the nest and in more, in pretty much every way. And you got to, you got to make it happen now. And I was having a conversation with my dad and telling him how I was feeling because I was playing him this song and and he was as amused as you were when Alice told you that she felt old when she was in her uh, mid-twenties. And then he just told me that, uh, that he felt like life was like the stream that starts off in the mountains and uh, starts growing and becoming a river, and then the river is is churning and bubbling and is very powerful, and then it's getting closer and closer as it gets more and more churning into the waterfall. And he says, and then all of a sudden you go whoop over the waterfall, and. And then he laughed and he said, I think I hear those rapids now, Uh you know. And it's really funny because when you're young, uh, people are saying things like that to you and you feel like, oh, yeah, Yeah. life is really long. And and there's so much time in between things that you're looking forward to. but, But it really is true that things go at a very rapid pace. And, uh... And there's a physical explanation for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. There is. As each day represents a smaller and smaller fraction of your life, yeah. they tend to speed up. Exactly. They tend to seem like they're going faster. But sometimes I wonder, because I have a lot of younger friends who say that they feel like things are going really fast, too. Well, then by the time they get to our age, wow. yeah, I don't even want to know about it. Yeah. Because that's it's going to be a blur. 
I just feel like our society fosters a certain amount of that. In oh yeah, because just what they wanting want is, everything speedy. They and, want everybody to be efficient worker bees, so they can get more done with fewer people. But anyway, the uh, the song really represented everything that I feel. I mean, it's like the only word. The reason why I mentioned it is that at that time it represented so much of how I feel about life and Kat has that magic of being able to create that into a pithy song you know just take all the distill it all down into this pure drop and the days is the same way and the other song that I wanted to put on was because it's turned into spring, sort of. It doesn't feel very... But, you know, spring is kind of a tumultuous, uh, whimsical weather kind of time. Yeah. And uh, and one of my favorite albums that I have talked about before on the show, uh, Stanley Greenthal's Songs for the Journey has this wonderful song called Spring Song. And it it's the first song on the album. And actually, when I got my recording of it, my CD from Stanley just a few years ago, it made me cry when I first heard it because it just overwhelmed me with how beautiful it was. It's funny to have something that you remembered as being really beautiful being as beautiful as you remembered and more so yeah, you know because of the because it resonates in your in your history yeah it, it kind of tickles that aspect of your consciousness you know the sense of depth of your own time on earth because it's like hearing any song that has attached itself to your life like that it's uh it's a deeper experience i mean you're talking about the the river flowing towards the waterfall you know the the wider and deeper it gets, the slower it seems to move, and yet underneath it's just churning. And it's deep. So, you know, everything is spinning faster and faster. So. Anyway, I these are two of my favorite artists, and they're both friends, yeah. so that makes it even a more important um, history for me. Wednesday you had learned to talk and you showed no signs of stopping Thursday, Friday I looked up and you were off and running Where you'll go from here I guess there's just no way of knowing Oh, the days hurry on, always moving on and on Stand, the spring has come 
is blooming But summer brings the burning sun Before you know it's coming Here I stand at harvest time Soon it will be snowing When winter trees hold blackbird leaves It's then I must be going Oh, the days hurry on Love comes down easy like a river Like the rainbow clears the sky Just when you feel you're traveling Amid the shadows of the night Love holds you there in the
Love comes down easy like a river Like the rainbow clears the sky Just when you feel you're traveling Amid the shadows of the night Above all